and welcome to Coffee with Jesus. I'm your host, Todd Jubilee. First, please allow me to wish you all a very happy and very prosperous New Year. 2020 and 2021 were both very difficult for so many people. And that is why the Coffee with Jesus podcast started. There was such a tremendous hunger for comfort out there. And I felt called to try and reach out and provide some of that comfort as best I could. As things have developed over the last year and a half, Coffee with Jesus has become more than just a podcast, more than just a devotional. I've alluded to this in the past, but please allow me to take a moment to formally announce that Coffee with Jesus is now officially a full-fledged ministry. The mission of Coffee with Jesus is to spread hope and love and encouragement throughout the body of Christ. And we do this through podcasting, through devotional writing, and through social media. So all the various aspects of Coffee with Jesus, the Facebook page, the first and second devotional books, and the podcast, they will all now fall under the umbrella of Coffee with Jesus Ministries. With all that being said, I would like to take a moment to thank you all for your feedback. In this season, I have changed the format slightly, at least for a few episodes. And being in a new place, I'm also working at getting things set up so that I can record and put out a sound quality that is decent. Those of you who have been listening for some time will note some episodes are decent, some episodes not so much. Well, I think I finally got a system, at least for now, that will let me put out episodes that are decent quality. Now, that being said, I really do appreciate everybody's feedback, both the positive and the negative. If, after listening to an episode, you would like to provide feedback, you can provide comments on YouTube, you can provide comments on the Facebook page, or you can reach out to me directly by sending me a message on the Facebook page, Coffee with Jesus. Eventually, I will have a website set up, coffeewithjesus.info, but that's taking a little more time to get set up than I had anticipated. So if you have feedback, whether it's positive or negative, please reach out. If you have positive feedback, then I definitely want to hear from you. But seriously, if you have negative feedback, if you have constructive criticism, then please reach out and let me know because that also helps make the show better. That being said, we can get into the topic for this episode, which is, do Christians really need to go to church? Now, I need to confess up front, I have not gone to church in a very long time myself, with one or two exceptions. It's been about a year to year and a half since I have gone to church. Now, part of that was being in Qatar. It was difficult to find a Christian church in a majority Muslim country, especially when I did not have my own vehicle where I could just drive around wherever and whenever I wanted. Part of that was due to moving. Uh, my family and I have moved a good distance. But in the interest of full disclosure, I will let you know that part of it was due to, well, due to an issue we had at a church we were attending. One of the leaders had caused some harm to one of my family members. I won't go into detail because I think that's probably an episode in and of itself. But I will say that it just seemed there was very little accountability. And the, whole, the entire situation did cause a lot of harm to my family 
and as a result, we have not been eager to go back to church. We are in a brand new location, and we just haven't really found a new church. We haven't even really tried. So, in this episode, I guess I'm really talking to myself just as much, if not more, really, than I'm talking to you all. So do Christians really need to go to church? Well, like everything else, I think we should let the Bible be our guide. So let's start by seeing what the Bible says. Hebrews 10.25 tells us, Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. A few weeks ago, I released an episode called, Are We in the End Times? I closed out the episode by encouraging people to reach out to their friends and family who are not saved, and by encouraging those of you who are not saved to reach out to me. I think, based on what Jesus tells us in the Bible, that we are seeing the end times approaching. And I think because of this, it is very, very, very important that Christians do meet together. But I want to point out, the Bible doesn't say it's important that Christians go to church. The Bible says it's important that Christians meet together. And I think that is an important distinction. Because what going to church is today, I think, is different than what gathering and assembling was back in the early days of Christianity. The first Christians were, of course, Jews. And as Jews, they would go to the synagogue on Saturday. And then on Sunday, they would meet together, usually in someone's house, or they would rent a room, or they would just find some place to meet. They would gather together. They would fellowship with each other. They would worship. They would edify and uplift each other. In 1 Corinthians 14, Paul gives instructions on how Christians should interact while they meet together. Paul's instructions included singing, they included teaching, they included prophesying, they included speaking with tongues, and then interpreting the tongues, and they included fellowship. Now, part of what we do when we go to church today is from that list. And most churches, regardless of denomination, have the same kind of format. Sing a few songs, take an offering, listen to a sermon. And then some churches will celebrate the Lord's Supper, or they will pass out communion. Some churches do it every week, some once a month, some once a year. But there's a lot that seems to be missing from the modern-day church service. There seems to be very little in the way of actual fellowship. We show up, we get a cup of coffee, we sing a few songs, put our money in the offering plate, listen to the pastor, and we go home. Christians used to actually gather together. When they celebrated the Lord's Supper, it was an actual meal. Christians would actually eat together. They would fellowship with each other. They would uplift and encourage and comfort each other. They would sing. They would teach. They would prophesy. Sometimes they would speak in tongues and then, of course, interpret those tongues. And I just, I don't see a lot of that in any modern day going to a specific building, sitting there for an hour and then leaving. Whoa, 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 you're saying. That's what small groups are for. And yes, a lot of churches do have what they call small groups, where instead of several hundred people going to a particular building, sitting there for an hour, and then going home, they will have groups of, say, a dozen to two dozen people. Usually they will gather in someone's house. Usually there'll be food. They'll do some singing. They'll do some teaching. They'll do some discussion. 
to have fellowship. Sometimes, in some small groups, someone will prophesy. I personally have not been to any small groups where anyone has spoken in tongues. But if it's happened back in the early days, I don't see why it can't happen now. My point is, the modern concept of going to church, I think it veers off what the assembly was, what the assembly of believers was meant to be. And a lot of churches have instituted these small group programs or these life group programs. And honestly, I think those small groups or those life groups are a lot closer to what church is supposed to be. I do think it is very important for Christians to meet together. I think it's important for Christians to fellowship. I think it's important for our own personal growth as Christians to meet with our brothers and sisters on a regular basis. And yes, I realize I'm saying this as someone who has not met with his brothers and sisters on a regular basis in quite some time. But I do think it's important. The Bible does tell us that we should meet together. The Bible even tells us how to conduct these meetings, how to order our worship. I think it's important, though, to make a distinction between the modern-day concept of going to a building, sitting there for an hour, and then leaving, and having fellowship with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Now, please understand, I'm not trying to knock church. I'm not trying to knock modern church buildings. I just think that it's possible for someone to go to church every single week and not have their spiritual needs met. When I was attending church regularly, I would also attend Sunday school. And I tended to get a fair amount more out of Sunday school than from the actual church service itself. Sunday school is where the fellowship came in. Now, you would think as an introvert, I would love to just go to the back pew, sit there for an hour, and then sneak out as quick as I could. But as I said, our own personal spiritual growth is tied to meeting with other Christians. I think that when we just give up meeting together, our growth is kind of stunted. I think one of the reasons why Paul encourages us to meet together and why the author of Hebrews encourages us to meet together is because not doing so will stunt our own personal spiritual growth. So that being said, what is meeting together exactly? Is it just going to this particular building with several hundred people sitting for an hour and then going home? Or is there a lot more interaction involved? Personally, I think there needs to be a lot more interaction. I think we need to have that fellowship. I think we need to have that interaction and that talking, those discussions. I think it's very important to support each other, to encourage each other, to uplift each other. So, do Christians really need to go to church? I think a better question would be, do Christians really need to meet with each other? And I think that question is yes. I also think that doesn't necessarily need to be in a particular building. You could have a half a dozen people meet at a coffee shop. I've seen Christians meeting in tourist places. One time I was in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. I was at this place called The Island. And there were some tables and chairs. And I saw a small group of people sitting with their Bibles. You can really meet and fellowship just about anywhere. So yes. I do think that it is important for Christians to meet with each other. And yes, I know I admitted in the very beginning of this episode that I haven't done so in quite some time. And that is something that I aim to change for myself at least. So for any of you listening, 
if you are like me and you haven't been to church in a very long length of time, then I would encourage you to find a group. Again, I don't think that everyone needs to sit in a building for an hour, but I do think you need to get together with other believers, and I would very much encourage you to do so. So what do you all think? Do Christians really need to go to church? Is going to church and meeting together one and the same? Or are there different aspects to fellowship? Are there just different aspects of meeting together? I would love to hear your thoughts. Please, post a comment on YouTube, post a comment on Facebook, or you could just reach out to me directly and send me a message. Let me know what you think. Do Christians need to go to church? Do Christians need to meet together? What do you think? I'd love to hear it. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. God bless.